Welcome back to the Admissions Uncovered podcast. My name is Michael and we are the College Admissions Podcast for the students, by the students. Today, I'm joined by Carolyn, someone I met through the Reddit Applying to College subreddit. Again, How are you doing, Carolyn? I'm doing great. It's uh, morning outside. Maybe I'll spend some time outside, but yeah. Um, hi, I guess, to everyone. My name's Carolyn G. Uh, I'm a rising senior a Bay Area school and little bit of deja vu because recorded an episode I think two weeks ago but then my laptop died and the episode might be lost to history unfortunately oh well uh, I mean we just talk about I don't know but I guess listeners will never know unless unless something happens I don't know yeah hopefully I can get it back but if not you know listeners it's just one episode you'll never be able to hear it's a mystery uh, but I think today what we would like to talk about, just in case the episode comes back, is a little bit different. We want to talk through how Carolyn is doing recent schools, if she's finding cool schools, and what for. And I also just like to give how to create your college list, what things to look, and also what things to for, so that when you have to write a why college essay, or when you have to interview with someone and they ask you why do you want to go to XYZ school, you have some stuff in your back pocket to talk about. So, Carolyn, why don't you get us started? Uh, how is the college search process going? What things are you looking for? Any schools that you found that uh, stick out to you or programs that stick out to you? Well, right now, I'm just looking really at the schools themselves because, and also, if I can, because right now, I'm a very indecisive person. I've already decided that I'm indecisive. <laughs> so, I am looking at schools that don't lock you into, you can switch uh, whenever you want. So, um, I'm looking for schools... I'm just thinking, I'm doing a little bit of introspection. Like, okay, I like suburban schools. Cause it's going to feel very, it's going to feel less intimidating moving. So that's just another bit of it. And really, like, I've just been going through my state schools, looking at all the websites. Maybe I should have started with that. Yeah, just go to the whatever website, if even remotely. And I just, like, I'm looking at all my state schools, looking at the cool privates I've seen, like, college emails. it's just kind of casting the net and then there for sure how are you narrowing things down because there are so many services out there right so college board has a big search so capex has a cool search where you can narrow it obviously you can go to like the like pick schools off that list how do you narrow down from there i know you mentioned seeing if they lock you in are there any other things that you uh i also look for um what do i look for um I also just look at like student reviews, like just generally, like for example, uh, a lot of colleges students create subreddit, Reddit where we, sure, yeah. Michael and I met, on applying <laughs> to college. That's subreddit. I'm just gonna keep plugging it this time. Do it. But anyway, yeah, so many universities students have created subreddits, and they're not like a lot of times like people complain, people like, show their praises. Like, it's just like a little inside the student. And so, for example. I joined a school subreddit to San Diego, and it seems like the food isn't that great. It seems like it's getting a bit overcrowded, and that's another thing. Food and dorm life are very important to me. It's For kind sure. of petty, but it's kind of petty. But like, honestly, it's for if I want to get to the point. It's just a lot of cross-referencing right now. I'm with news report rankings, specific like best dorms in the nation best food it's just kind of just narrowing that bit down just looking at the bit and seeing like 
first-hand community opinions, I guess. Yeah. I actually don't think it's that petty at all. It makes a lot of sense because people don't realize that it's not just about academics. You know, they go to the school and they see this professor and this research. Sure, it's all cool and stuff, and maybe you'll get to do it. Maybe you, it's at a big school. Chances are professor will not respond to your email. But what is a guarantee is that whatever happens, we'll be living at that school also for four years. So I think it makes sense to keep in mind that kind of where you live, how you live aspect of it. And I think, I, I wonder if you have thoughts on this, but to me, it just makes a lot of sense to go straight because they actually are experiencing what you're about to experience. Whereas the admissions officer are one or two years out, maybe a couple of decades out. And the admissions officer also is trying to paint a really rosy picture of school. So they're obviously not going to tell you that, you know, the salad bar is really bad or the dorms have cockroaches, right? So, so have you found more negativity maybe than you'd get from an admissions officer when you go straight to students, whether it's on Reddit or just like reaching out to people? Um, I, well, there's just like one random thing I found. Like I follow another college I'm interested in is Northwestern. You know, it's, it's a great school. It has really, really great programs in everything. Um, but Someone complained like, okay, so the, someone like posted a picture on the subreddit with like cockroaches in their dorm, and then someone else mentioned mosquitoes, oh and I'm like, I can't, I can't handle both mosquitoes and cockroaches, so that's like making me waver a bit. I, I really, I really, really much, but it's just like those <laughs> small things that like you don't even expect to like factor into a college decision and realize like. At some point, when you narrow down the list, you have to do that because otherwise you just have like 30 different colleges and amazing. For sure. I mean, I think these are definitely things to look at for sure. I wonder if there are different ways to talk to students though. And also if, like, I, I would also say like, sometimes students over-exaggerate, right? It's hard because the admissions officers over-exaggerate the good parts of the school and the students over-exaggerate the bad parts of the school. So I feel like it, it, it's a tricky thing to do to try to find the balance between two perspectives. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of it is just soaking up as much of both sides, I think. So just looking at what teachers So have you say, found what the, faculty said. the stuff and that students are like, saying to be kind of like wildly different say, from what admissions officers are, are saying? Or do they seem to kind of line up? It, How's that? It really been? depends. Um, and of course, like, peop like, students who love it and a school will like really want you to go and it's really just um it's really just deciding like whether you want to commit somewhere even if you didn't i don't know i'm just rambling right now hold on let me collect my thoughts um so balancing student opinion with teacher opinion and what the aos want um i'm gonna be clear it just it's just a lot of balance listen to both sides i wonder how you find this so like i know you mentioned reddit as i guess i also want to shout out um there are people who work in who are not admissions themselves who you can try talking to if or i actually think going on a campus was a really good idea because your tour guides may or may not be super honest with you it depends on how strict the admissions office is depends if they're volunteers paid by the admissions office but if you're on campus you can also just like stop a student walking by and ask them questions yeah, definitely. Um, I, I've i gotten the chance to tour a few colleges and universities, so I've gotten like my tour guide's emails from three or four universities. Um, also, uh, just like 
I reach out to some of my friends because one of my really good friends, her older sister, is a rising junior at Northwestern right now. So I ask her sometimes, like, oh, how's the food? Um, like, what are the programs like? Or because I know she does music stuff there, and I'm like, okay, how did, how's the music program? She says it's great, and yeah, she sometimes she's. Uh, telling me about like the not great stuff like oh the dorms are kind of crappy or, or like there's no elevator to a storm um, so that, that there's personal connections and then there's also just like emailing students at the school getting people yeah and I think that getting EP is really good I also would just English if you have the time and, and I guess also the guts just like students and, and ask them questions I feel like I don't know, like I would be receptive if anybody asked me questions Obviously, some student be, and it's kind of an awkward thing to do, but I think it's a cool thing to just try out. The other thing that's kind of cool is that if some schools do, like, you know, have host nights with current students or have opportunity like lunch or dinner with current students, there are fly-in programs where they actually pay to fly out and stay with it, that you can actually get the kind of perspective versus just information from an admission. Yep, that's that's definitely really important. Like, fly-ins. Those are just like all paid programs. Uh, and they're actually not too bad to apply from what I've heard, right? Um, it's just like an essay, like why this fly in. I think you need like a counselor's other of rec and, and like your transcript, right? It's pretty easy to apply to the fly in programs. They aren't that complicated. They're less intense than a college application obviously would be. And the, the better part about fly ins is that. There, there's also a way for you to force yourself to get started early on the college application process, just because a lot of those applications begin August, September, so very early on. So if you have to write essays for those schools, those for those fly-in programs, those essays can kind of become the basis for your for your. Getting the practice is really, really helpful, and also takes off some of that like stress, like oh, I have to write so many essays for this, and. You know, yeah, it's just, and even if you don't get into a flying program, I think, like, the school knows that you applied, the school knows that, like, you're interested in school, and they'll maybe look at your name again during the actual admissions process, and maybe they'll recognize it, maybe they won't, and so, it's, like I said, it's very random, and, uh, let's go back to researching schools, because I feel like I want to talk a bit more about that. Yeah, I never, th- I, I never think of who apply, even if you don't get in or even if your application isn't that bad because some schools track demonstrated interest. I'm willing to bet that there's a strong correlation between schools that offer fly-in programs and schools that track that type of demonstrated interest. So just go ahead and apply and, and see what happens. Yeah, just what can go wrong, really? It's not that. It's pretty sh- there's no application fee, right? Most No, there's like never an application fee. They tend okay. to be targeted like low-income people. And that would be like a really bad look to have an application fee. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... so flying fly programs, really good way to meet students, talking to students on the internet, Reddit, great way to get information outside of just the typical Google, the website, talk to admissions officers. What types of questions do you ask to students? I feel like that's one big struggle that I had when I was this is that like I knew to talk to students, but I didn't know what questions to ask. Oh, I um, so when I went on my tour for like for example, I went on tour at Tufts a while ago, and I was like, this is amazing. I love this school. So afterwards, I got the uh uh tour guide's email, but like still, I talked to him for a bit. 
No, I asked like, oh, how how's the weather here? Like, how snowy does it get during the winter? And it's usually pretty. And and then like afterwards, you know, I get like sometimes if I'm not comfortable enough to ask in person, I just email them. Like for example, Tufts. I looked at their demographics. They have, they don't have as many. They don't have too many students there. And really, like, okay. As a yeah, it's like twelve percent, and coming from. Uh, me coming from an area in California where it's like, it's, it's a huge Asian population. A lot of right. my friends are Asian. I emailed him to ask like, oh, is this, is this going to be a problem coming? Right, uh, it's definitely worth like, asking. Ha- do you know people who have dealt with similar problems in the past? And usually they're very considerate. They're very kind. And they, they're not like, they're not trying to like butter it up for you, but they're still telling you like, an optimistic but hopeful look on what it will be like as a student like even if some things aren't as pleasant as you expected in the first place that's just a small thing. yeah and i definitely think that it's going to be infinitely more honest than an admissions officer would say i think the other thing to look out for is, is see if they're talking generalities or see if they can give stories because i feel like that's the effective way to talk to a student because students don't really know like i don't really know stem for example percentage of people in frat life, percentage of XYZ thing, but I'm, I know stories of these and I know, and I know general like anecdotes heard from friends or that I've experienced. And so that's another good way to get um, like some other types of info because you can get the numbers from the website. So don't ask students for us. We won't know them. If we give them, they'll be wrong probably, uh, but we will know <laughs> stories. Actually, uh, aforementioned tour guide at Tufts, really great guy, his name's Corey. Um, he actually said that as a student visiting colleges in high school, he did something at colleges called a smile test. He said he would sit down at random benches throughout each university and smile at people. And university, he would count how many people smiled back at him. And for him, it was uh, for him it was tough students that smiled the most back at him. And so he said, "Well, that's that's my school. That's my school." And that's I so just funny. like yeah, it's a it's a really cute story. I think it's a really a wholesome thing i think it and like with that just that anecdote you get like a feel of the community you get a feel of like uh how people are on the campus like quirky though they're very fun intellectual and of course every school has its drawbacks but you know just get a vibe of what the school's gonna be like yeah for sure just the feeling and the other thing is that the types of stories that you get and the types of stories that you, the fly-ins, are also really for a Y college. I remember uh, flying at Swarthmore and gave this really good speech about, you know, wanting to make Swarthmore better. You know, it's the obligation of the students, the Quaker kind of self-governance. It's a big thing in liberal arts schools, but the Quaker, liberal arts, Swarthmore, Havermeyer, um, they're, they're consortium, that there's a lot of independent student government and that students make a lot of decisions about the school for themselves. And so she talked a lot about how the students were expected to do a quote-unquote admin work, right, to make the school better. And so that stuck out to me. And so I wrote about that in my essay. And I wrote about the experience being on campus and hearing that type of independent thing and that power to students type of thing for the first time because I've gone to a high school that didn't really do that. And so that's what I wrote. I got in and out well. So I think that these types of stories you get on campus, whether it's smiles, whether it's talking to students, that's for the Y College essay. Yeah, definitely. And what I've noticed in a lot of Y College essays is that, um, oh, maybe I don't have as much experience, but 
I know several summer programs like have why this summer process and I learned the hard way you cannot be vague with these essays you have to be super specific yeah because they're when they ask like why this program why this college they're asking why they're really asking like uh why should we admit you like how much do you know about us how much what do yeah. you intend to do at our school what do you intend to make it a better place and like you don't want your uh, essay to be buried in thousands of oh the campus is oh there's like residential colleges like yeah they know that you really have to do your research uh you really have to talk specifically what contribute and with my first why summer program essay sure. i did not know anything about that yeah because i think a lot of people just write very general statements because that's the first thing they think about but the thing is, if you could replace the name of the program or the school with any other program or school's name and it still work, then it's not specific, right? If you just write the campus is pretty, you can say NYU's campus is pretty, Dartmouth's campus is pretty, UT's campus is pretty, University of Iowa's campus is pretty. Like you could change that sentence, change the noun there with a school. And so you can do that, it's probably not specific. And that's what stories do. Stories make it specific. It's literally one specific experience that one specific school. Yeah, definitely. Um, actually, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited because I'm, uh, I'm going to a summer program, actually, on the East Coast, and uh, it's, it's at a university, well, might as well say, it. it's, it's Yale University, it's a two-week program, and actually some of the lecturer speakers, one of them is, is the a program PhD, called? Uh, sorry, for listeners, it's uh, Yale Young Global Scholars, uh, two, yeah, it's a two-week summer enrichment camp over at Yale University, you create capstone projects, you online lectures, etc. And actually, I learned that one of my lecturers, he's gonna, he's a PhD student at uh, my dream school, Tufts University. So it's just like, with even like, as you apply to more and more stuff, you're gonna get all these connections in random places. And with Y College access, you really need to milk as much specificity as possible. Yeah, for sure. Now, speaking of the Y College essay, I think there's a lot of, you know, like you always have to be specific. And so you have to find specific programs, people, things at the school. And so I think it's worth talking a little bit about how you find that. I think the website is obviously a way to do it. Talking to students, though, talking to admissions officers, what other questions do you, are worth asking? Uh, if there's a program I'm interested in, I ask, well, how many people are in this department? How many people are in this? Uh, how are... Uh, XYZ classes like here. Uh, sometimes I'll go on the website and I'll try to email as many professors in my intended. So like I I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. Maybe something in social science, political science, maybe something in foreign language. So uh, right now I'm going down those departments and trying to see if I can email any of and ask like, oh do you know uh how big this program is? You know how it's structured which like specific colleges in whether the I mean sometimes the distribution requirements are online but it's just uh, I'm trying to after like scouring the website I'm trying to find the questions like just generally the general feel of the program stuff you can't answer on the website really yeah exactly I think stuff that you can't get from the website things so something that I like to do is that what's your favorite XYZ what's your favorite class what's your favorite professor What's your favorite dorm? What's your favorite 
dining hall? What's your favorite restaurant? And so some of these things definitely help you sense of the school, but they also give really good details for the college, why college essay. Right? So you don't want to just be very like, I want to be this professor and do as he think and get a 4.0 and do all that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not interesting. The admissions officers are also interested in your community. At least they say they are. Right? So you don't want to come <laughs> off of, as... as um, and so those kinds of small details, the fun stuff about being a student are good things to put in to kind of spice up that why college essay. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's just the whole matter of like, it's the whole matter of being unique. Like you, you want to show like this college that you're a good, you're a good place for them. Like in their admission slots, you have something great to contribute to the community. Or maybe that's just what AOs say, but but it's really looking for a more diverse community with different interests, different backgrounds, different purposes on what they're going to in the university or college. And I think that's just really what you have to emulate in your essay. Be just like make sure your tone shines, make sure you like it sounds natural, make sure it's not like a list. I think for sure, not just a list. And definitely, I think it's definitely true admissions officers are looking for how. So I think one, so one big flaw that we mentioned is not being specific. But the next big flaw in the why college is also not thinking itself. Because at the end of the day, this is also an essay about you, right? These are your applications, it's still about you. It's not about the college, it's like you are interested. And so it's not just about XYZ research program, it's about why you in that research program have prepared for that or why you are ready to do that research. So never be afraid to talk about yourself and that why college. Yeah, like and why for you're example, interested in that. School. Yeah, yeah. So like for example, pretend you're, I don't know, running for president of the, you're running for president or leader of a country, and they ask what can you bring to the table, and then you start talking about what the office will give you the ability to do. You don't talk about what you yourself will do. You talk about if I get this office, only then will I have the motivation to do whatever I want to do. It's more of, I have this motivation, I have these goals, and I will and I will bring those into office with me. It's not running on exactly. precedent, it's more running on like what you yourself can bring to the table. That's yeah. the closest so, metaphor I can think of. I think that's so true. Like taking in both, like one is the school, one is you and having both in that essay. And so I think you know, coming back to what questions you can ask on campus or what questions that you should be looking for uh, yourself with admissions officers. It really just depends on what you want. If you're really interested in doing a lot of research, maybe ask people in your major. Found it easy to email professors. Have professors emailed you back? I think are really good questions. I don't know, like, are there other questions you people should ask at tours or to admissions? I can't really think of any right now, but Another thing is sometimes that, like, after the tour, you just kind of wander around campus for a while, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to ask questions at that point. You just, like, well, you first you ask, hey, can I sit down with this group of people? And maybe you just, like, see if like, you your conversation, anything flows well. If you sit on a bench and you're like, ah, this is just the right spot for me. It's just sort of those, like, ambient things. Like, you can ask all these questions, and see, but then when you're, like, free roaming around campus like you're going to be doing in college sometimes it might not feel right or sometimes it might feel like a, a really great it, I, I don't know how to explain it it's i think that's unique to everyone's feeling that vibe within the universe yeah i feel like it's really hard to to 
quantify a lot of these things. And that's why sometimes when people talk about finding the vibes on campus, I feel like it's like for me at least, I was like, what does this mean? And there really isn't a good way of describing it. With at some point, it's kind of just like a feeling you get. Um, and and these questions that we've talked about today just like guide you through. So like one thing to think about as far as like testing community, I think definitely some of the just like tests that we've done today, like you know walking around campus, smiling at people, they smile back. Those tell you if they're friendly or not. Um, although I'll say like I think generally you'll get pretty fizz um, inside <laughs> of like reasons. I think other ways to test community are. Like a lot at a lot of schools, there's a lot of like science. If you're a business major, you're business people, and you talk to business people in the business fraternity. And if you're doing engineering, you talk to engineering people in the engineering school about physics, math, and and topics. And so, if that's not something you want, make sure that people are talking to people, people are friends with people of other majors. And I think that's actually like a very valuable question to ask because even if you have a school that isn't so siloed, it might still be the case that students to like self segregate themselves is. You know, like you could want, but if you don't want, just like check to make sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for for example, uh, I actually visited Boston College a while ago. Um, okay, Boston College, it's a, it's a gorgeous place. It's a beautiful campus. It has amazing Gothic architecture. It seems it just seems like it seems like a really great place. But when I walked onto campus, I personally did not feel as at home. As with like for example Tufts or something else like even I actually visited I actually visited a few other Ivy Leagues and you know like on on Google Images you see all these beautiful greens brick build and it's you just realize like each school has its own like little social cues each campus has its own quirks I guess and you know just like of some of these Ivy Leagues I did not feel as comfortable as I did at others and. Sometimes it's the case I, you know, you can't visit a college, but I guess it's just a matter of um, just talking to as many like currents living the life on that college. I think that's the closest alternate. If you cannot make this tour, if you're uh, if you're busy at the time, rooming your schedule, etc. For sure. What are other things that you look school as you're kind of sorting through them? We talked about them being open. We talked about like your preferences about locations, but what other preferences do you have, just so people know what they Um, well, part of it is the post-grad career options, or just, like, if I want to go into graduate school, what are the graduate schools? Those are pretty some things you, I think you can search up on the university website. Um, I also look for, like, size of campus. Size of campus matters a lot to me. Like, for example, UC Berkeley, I live pretty close to it actually and it's a really great school it has amazing departments and so much stuff but at the same time i've heard that a lot of the classes are large lecture hall style rooms there's so many people on campus i i feel like personally i would feel very overwhelmed i feel very overwhelmed by it and that's something i've crossed off my list and we've already mentioned location but i think that kind of plays into post-grad career opportunities because if, for example, if you go to a school, a state school here in California, a state university, location is right in the middle of Silicon Valley. You have, if you're a CS major or some sort of major, you have so many options from there. 
Right, definitely. And these are all definitely things that you can find on the university website. Uh, and then when you get to campus, you can get more detailed and more specific stories and experience them. So somebody asks is like, how have you found the job search? How have you found seniors, people applying to grad school? Those types of things, like for it. And you know, they might mention specific numbers or programs from the website. I doubt they will. Instead, they'll tell you the stories that I think give you a different dimension to the school that you're not gonna. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like just a lot of this, I've mentioned this many times before, but I just have to keep emphasizing it. Uh, it's numbers tell you one part of the story, but equally important is like the experience we have on XYZ college. Uh, something that looks perfect on paper and like has everything that you want could be completely different from what you see if you're talking to several students on campus or just walking around. And it's good. Um, I mean, keep your options open. Like, that's great. It's just, at some point, uh, like, you can only go to one college. You have to figure out, like, uh, during the college search, like, you're not going to regret applying to the school, right? For sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that was a really good episode about how to find more information about schools, what questions to ask, and, and how that becomes relevant for say. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, no problem, Michael. It was a great time, and I hope some of my uh, ramblings helps people around. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, listeners. Um, as always, I'm going to do the quick plug for the iTunes. Help us. They really do. Five stars helps us get up on their search algorithms for whatever reason. So if you have an Apple device, or if you're listening on an Apple device, you can just scroll down and hit five stars. If not, you can go to bit.ly slash aupodapple, hit five stars, write a nice review, and we will read your review on a podcast. So give us those five stars. We will see you. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you.